You know the saying, happiness is a choice. You can choose to be happy. You can choose anything you want, really. Well, unfortunately, I wish it was that easy. I wish I could just wake up tomorrow and say, you know what, I'm happy today. It's going to be a happy day. It's not that easy. Um, If anybody has ever struggled with mental illness, depression, anxiety, you know, the full spectrum, then you know damn well that happiness is not a choice. Um, It's not really even part of the journey. The destination can bring happiness, but, you know, the journey is tough. Uh, It's definitely one of the biggest and most important journeys I've been on, but I can finally say that, you know, I'm on the right path. Hello, my name is Jeremy Edom, and um, I want to welcome you to the podcast, This Disjointed Life. You might have seen the trailer, well, seen the trailer, what the, what the heck am I thinking? You might have heard the trailer um, that I put together a couple weeks back. Um, if you haven't, I welcome you to this podcast. Um, basically going to be, in the beginning, it's going to be a podcast about my journey through mental illness, the ups, the downs, everything in between, and and to the point where recovery has happened, because I definitely, I'm not there yet, but I am somebody that struggled with uh, major depressive disorder, uh, social anxiety, I mean, it's, I've, I've struggled for years, and so really, to get to where we want to go, um, you know, I started for I started this blog, this podcast for Mental Health Awareness Month because we really need to start addressing the stigma that we have in our lives with with mental illness. Um, you know, we're called crazy. We're called you know emo. Um, you know, you, you you think of anything that has a negative connotation to mental illness, and I'm sure all of us have heard it at least one time. So, in order to get to that part of the journey, I think for me personally, I would love to share my story um, just because of the simple fact that I think it's helpful that we share our stories, especially in months like Mental Health Awareness Month, where we could really have the conversation where people should feel pride to, to show where they are now and talk about where they've been. Um, especially for those of us that are still hurting and still struggling every single day, um, struggling to even get up and brush their teeth. I mean, that's a victory for some people. Um, facing going to work every day, another victory. Because, you know, I've been there. I've been to the point where I wake up in the morning and I like, you know what, it's not worth it today. And next thing you know, I wake up and it's 5 o'clock in the afternoon because I just didn't have the energy i didn't have the strength to go through a day um you know and that that's that's scary to think about now um even thinking wow that was just really even a couple months ago where i was dealing with that but but yeah so 
going back to what this podcast will be about. I'm really at the beginning, like I said, is sharing my journey. Um, I want to smash stigmas. I want to end the misconceptions, the assumptions that people make about, you know, having depression, having anxiety, having a mental health or mental illness. Um, because, you know, if you see me on the streets, if you met me for the first time, you would not think that I had anything wrong with me. And that's that's true for most of us. I mean, we put put on that mask every single day and we we show up. Um, it's like going through the motion, so to speak, and it can be brutally exhausting if you're dealing with, you know, an episode. But, you know, for the most of us, we, we show up, we are present every single day. So I'm just going to talk about that a little bit and um, just a little background as well. So I started a blog with the same name, This Disjointed Life. I started it in October of 2021. Um, a great friend, Griselda, you know, my, my shout out to you. Um, she is my a good friend, but she's also one of my uh, managers at work and managers. And she not only sympathized with my story, but she encouraged me to embrace it and really start to blog. Um, and as I started the blog, I also started therapy with a psychologist. I've gone through therapy before multiple times, but to me, it was more of a talk therapy where somebody would listen instead of really giving me action items, homework, so to speak. And so um, recently just completed my intense therapy session. Um, it was basically once a week from October through about about the end of March, and then we did every other week for the last month um, until we had graduation a couple weeks ago. So, but it was it was one of the most grueling experiences I've ever been through, and um, it's really it, it was helpful for me not only to have that experience and have somebody not only listen to me but to tell me to challenge my thoughts, challenge my emotions, and give me homework to work on um, before therapy with just like you know i had therapy in grad school and um i tried the talk space therapy the better helps those they're great i i i don't have anything negative to say about them because i think everybody should have access to therapy that if they need it so i'm not gonna say anything bad about them they just weren't for me but you know this was uh therapy it was gonna be it was virtual so, I mean, you know, COVID and all that stuff. But to me, I think it was more convenient to have it virtually because of the fact that really I didn't have an excuse not to not to attend. Um, you know, can't say, well, it's too far away. I have to leave work and get all this stuff. But no, it was basically the perfect situation for me to experience it. So um, I, I really recommend if you do need help, go through therapy. Um I have some resources on my on my blog that definitely you can you can check out and see. But um, the blog name it should be in the link in the podcast. I'm still new to the podcast scene, so um, I hope this makes sense. Um, I hope this sounds great. Um, if not, hey, we're uh, we're trial and error here. But um, if if you need your resources. If you just want to see my blog, I do encourage you to visit the blog. It is thisdisjointedlife.site. 
and that's this, this disjointed life s i t e. Um, feel free to check it out. I have a lot of posts there. I try to post as often as I can, but you know when when this is more like a side hustle and side project, you don't really get the luxury of doing this as much as you want. However, you know now that at work, you know at my day job, it's very very it's been very intense for. A couple months now, but thankfully we're kind of going back into the slow period. So hopefully that'll give me time to to post more. So um, what to expect in, in these first few posts again is just going to be my journey. Um, you know, as I as I'm thinking right now, um, you know, I, I'm thinking why I chose this to join in life because right now I'm actually not using any script or anything like that. It's just kind of me free forming. Um, if you don't know what this just disjointed actually means, I mean, I think there was a TV show on Netflix about that. It's about marijuana, but definitely uh, not about very marijuana. You know, the official definition of disjointed is it's an adjective. You know, lacking a coherent sequence or connection. Um, I, I, I am admittedly somebody that I, I do have conscious streams of thought. Sometimes I don't have. You know, a cohesive pattern of speech. Sometimes I kind of jump ahead or assume that you know one of my friends understands what I'm saying, but they get what? Huh? Yeah. Um, and so you'll probably figure that out as uh, as I discuss uh, tonight. Um, you know, eventually I'll probably have like a script and everything like that because I think that'll keep me on task. But you know, I just want to be authentic. I don't want to be one of those people that that share their story and. You know, give you some self-help mumbo-jumbo. I want you to see the real me and see me for who I am. So, with that being said, let's let's dive into um, my life. Um, just want to talk about this first episode about where I come from um, and how, how how we got to where I am today. So, you know, the one thing, like I said, when people see me. They, they basically don't see depression. They don't see anxiety. They just see, you know, a person with a big heart, you know, fun-loving, extrovert, extraordinaire. I'm the only extrovert at my work. So during our meetings and stuff, it's kind of like I can't stand the silence and I have to speak. So, but I do try. I do try. And, um, you know, it's just sometimes that silence just gets too much and you have to speak. But anyways, um people don't see the sadness and people don't see the anxiety but it's there um you know basically it's been there for however long i can remember um you know went through the motions just like everybody else does you know elementary school i was a shy kid who came out of his shell and became you know fun loving class clown type person very uh, big into sports you know Clumsy, uh, broken my wrists a grand total of uh, five times now. You know, not both of them, and not both at the same time, but yeah, clumsy. Um, also, you know, tapped into my artistic side, did some acting, did some music. I think the acting helped me to put on the mask later on in life. But you know, the one thing I re- I really don't share about my life is when I first had. Um, one of my first depressive depressive experiences and didn't really think about it at the time didn't think there was anything wrong with me but um i went to college you know just like everybody else when when they graduate high school they think the next path is to go to college um 
I chose to go away for college, not very far, but still away. And I was lost. Um, uh, it, it was a struggle for me to really find myself, and I'm not proud to say it, I flunked out after one semester, um, mainly because of the simple fact that that I wasn't ready for college and I would rather stay in my room, stay in my dorm room and, and not really engage. So, you know, that, that was a, a really, really fatal defeat for me. And, um, you know, I didn't think about it till later on in life, but that was when, when the depression really started to take hold. Um, throughout the, my, tw my, my age twenties, um, full disclosure, I'm an old man. I'm going to be 44. Whew. Thank, thank God I don't look it. Everybody thinks I'm, you know, 24, or 25. Honestly, I'll take it. But anyways, you know, through my 20s, um, it really, really gnawed at me. And I, again, I didn't think I needed help. I didn't think I needed any type of therapy. But I basically would just kind of aim, go aimlessly from job to job, um, and really uh, beat myself up over things. Um, you know, as I, as I pulled away from my 20s, getting to my, my 30s, I, I attempted suicide. And, um, you know, it's not my proudest day, of course, but, you know, we made it through. Um, it was tough, but we made it through. Um, I have a whole pod dedicated to um, my suicide attempt at another episode. But, you know, in a way it woke me up that there is there may be something wrong with me, but... Again, I still was kind of, I it's, it was just a fluke, you know, and um, so, but it did allow me to finally realize I needed to get back to school, and uh, proud alumni of uh, Indiana University, I went to Indiana University Kokomo and earned my bachelor degree in about four years. Um, then I kind of had another breakdown because I had plans to go to graduate school in another state, um, all the funding that I was hoping to get didn't come through and I wound up having to make a decision to not enroll and it, it really led to a breakdown because it was like um, imagine if you have everything planned up you know for your next year or two and then those plans go away and it's just like um, paralysis analysis and um, yeah it, it, was, it was not pretty but and it, it was a tough time, and I still didn't think I needed help. You know, self-help books, uh, you know, audiobooks, meditations. I just basically was thinking, you know, I can I can create this and get through this on my own. But, you know, as, I, as I've learned to attribute depression to how you treat it, you know, as I get get into it, I thought to myself, well, it's kind of like a cancer of the mind. Um, but I didn't think of it like that at the time. I just thought to myself, you know, you know, it's just something that we'll have to kind of work through, kind of work on the thoughts, work on the brain, and, and get better. But again, you don't get better. And it got to the point where I did go and make a move to Michigan for grad school. You know, the second choice came through, got a great opportunity, and then I realized to myself, a month in, I'm here, I should be happy, but I'm not happy, and that was the first time I decided to go through therapy, um, mainly because of the fact that it was a free service, so 
you know, I decided to go through therapy, you know, had some great experiences, finally went to a doctor, got diagnosed, um, put on some medication, and, and things were great for about a year, and then, you know, the, the, the feelings came back. Um, you, know, you go back on medication, you go back to therapy, you know, you work on some things, and then you think you're good, and you get back off there. It's just a vicious cycle. So, you know, when I graduated from uh, with my master's degree, again, you know, I think a lot of people can relate to this. When you graduate from a degree, you expect you're gonna you're gonna find that dream job right away. You're going to find the happiness that you need. You're gonna find achieve all of your goals right away, just like you know in the storybook or in the movie. Well, I'm here to, to say life is no storybook. Life is no movie. Um, and I applied to over 200 jobs. Um, I probably interviewed for at least 20 of them. Um, I was a finalist for three of them. And these are like higher education jobs in the field that I was willing to work in. And I got rejected every time. So you can kind of understand how demoralizing that would be. Um, but again, you know, I pretty much... I tried to suck it up again, and I tried to push forward and push forward and push forward, and then eventually, you know, you can't push forward anymore, and you have to start asking for help. So, you know, I tried the better help. I tried the talk space. None of them really worked for me because, in reality, it was just, like I said, they they, they listen, but they don't offer suggestions they don't offer any homework or any tips so it was really like me just talking to a friend only i'm paying them for it so i was like if i want to talk to my friends and pay for it i'm gonna take them out we're gonna get dinner and drinks and hang out and just shoot the shit you know but i I digress but you know thankfully you know ever since 2019 you know i've been in a great position with a great company you know very very well respected um I love being part of the team. I love working with what I do. Um, of course, the pandemic hit, and you know, you're you're an extrovert and you're isolated. You know? So, yeah, I definitely had some some rough spots, and uh, it it really convinced me I just need to really start taking this seriously because I don't want it to end the way that a lot of illnesses end, um, especially with mental illness. Um, you know. So I really took the time to not only get my mind right, you know, get my body right, do some do some exercises. Don't don't just lay in bed all day. Um, of course, you still have those days, but I think everybody has those days where we just want to kind of be lazy for an entire afternoon. You know, it, and it's, and it's okay. I think it's okay to take those breaks and check yourself. So I've really kind of worked on. You know my mental well-being, my physical well-being. Um, you know, proud to say right now. You know, if when when I started therapy this last time, my depression was somewhere around like an eighteen or nineteen. Um, I think the the severe range goes up to like twenty-one or twenty-two. But you know, as we finished up, as I've done all the homework and everything like that, I'm down to a two. I mean, I can't believe where I'm at now versus where I've. I was just months ago. Um, you know, I've really worked my ass off and how to change things. And you know, some of the things that I've learned is when when you have a mental illness, you have to work at, at your thought patterns, and you have to have to work hard at 
rewiring your brain. And, and that's pretty much a lot of what I have done is, is rewiring my brain. Um, let's, it's case in point. Um, but when therapy first started, one of the things that I talked about was how people abandoned me. Um, I had a lot of fear of abandonment and have experienced a lot of abandonment. Um, you know, case in point, when I graduated from grad school, I had a lot of connections that I was friends with. And I can count on one hand how many of those are left. Um, and it's just like, you know, and it hurt. And, you know, I think about to myself, too, it's just like, you know, you're out of sight, you're out of mind. And I was more worried about the connections that I had and lost than the connections I currently have. And in fact, I was more worried about connections than I was worried about my own well-being. You know, and that took some time to really stop and think about this, that I cared more about what others think than my own well-being. And, you know, a lot of times that's that's how, how I felt. Um, you know, thankfully, I've, I've really turned the corner in these last couple of months. I put myself first. I put my priorities first. I put my feelings first. And I think that's made a major difference on my life because, you know, I'd be like, oh, they're not wanting to eat lunch with me. I guess, you know, I'm just not good enough. But to the point, it's like, yeah, they don't want to eat lunch with me. But that's okay. And, you know, I, I, I really need to just kind of focus on on reading this article anyways. Or I really got to focus on just kind of whatever I've got to do today. But it, it's super hard to retrain your brain. And um, I mean, it's harder than training for a heavyweight championship fight. Never done that before, but I've seen Rocky Seven. I've seen all the Rocky movies, and I know it can be a struggle. So, um, but that's that's the most important thing that that we have with with mental illnesses. We we have opportunities to improve, but I think at the same time, what we have to realize is we want we need to have the want to. You know, we need to have the want to 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 change our lives. Um, and some days that want to is just you know we're gonna we're gonna get up, we're gonna get after it, we're going to really work hard on our thoughts, work hard on our feelings and emotions, and start challenging our thoughts and feelings and emotions. And you know, there's also days where you, he's like, you know what, I'm just beaten down today. I need to rest. And I'm here to say. Those days where you feel like you need to rest, then take those rests because, you know, I've had those days where you try to fight through them. You know, and it's just like, you know, if you have a headache, you try to work through a headache, you try to work through, you know, not feeling well, and you wind up feeling worse, you know, and you really need to rest. So, you know, to me, I think I view rest just as important as activity. Um, I, I've pretty much resign myself to if I'm having a bad day, excuse me, having a bad day, sorry, I need to get a water here, but I'm, you know, when you're rolling, you, <laughs> you just want to keep rolling, but, um, but you know, when you have a bad day, you don't want to do anything, you know, it's just like, I, I would rather just kind of sleep and, and let those bad days melt away in my dreams, um, and I have, I have weird dreams too, but, uh, Mine are just like everyday life kind of dreams. Like I'm going to the grocery store, but again, another topic another day. But 
Um, I think it's important that we identify when, when we're struggling, we need to give ourselves grace because of the simple fact that having the grace, giving ourselves time to recover and knowing that it's not going to be a one day process, a one week process, hell, not even a one month process. It could take years. Um, but it's important that we identify when we need to rest, when we need to heal, um, and then we keep moving forward. So, you know, that's kind of been my journey so far. Uh, I mean, 20 plus years of it so far and kind of did it in a few minutes. But, um, but yeah, it's and it's not easy, especially when you're younger, um, you know, because you think you're invincible. You think you know, well, I'm just, you know, it's just gonna go away in like a couple of days. Um, and that's another thing too. When, when I hear people saying they're depressed because, you know, their, their girlfriend or boyfriend broke up with them. They're depressed because they couldn't get that car. They're depressed because they didn't get that promotion. I hate to say it, but they're, they're using depression as disappointment. Um, you know, because I'll admit, I'm, I was disappointed when I didn't get the dream job right out of uh, college. I was disappointed when, you know, I made all that effort to fly out to Oregon for a job interview and come back and a week later was told I didn't get the job. You know, disappointment. That's part of life. But depression is not disappointment. Uh, the best way I can really describe depression versus disappointment is depression is when you should be happy because you have everything that you if everything is going right externally but internally everything is chaotic and I, I mean I can attest you know if I'm at work one day I have to and I'm putting that mask on I'm like second guessing everything that I do I'm second guessing did I send put the right wording in the email did, did I make that right adjustment for, for the faculty member? Did I communicate everything right? And you're basically self-criticizing and self-analyzing every single aspect of your day to the point where you just don't, you can't relate anymore. It's like, did my hat stay on backwards and straight? Or did my hat have any stains on it? Did, did I stand up right? Did I, did I communicate right? Um, did I have any, did I have something in my teeth? You know, it's just like you're you're micromanaging your life, and uh, yeah, and, and it's really difficult when you're micromanaging your entire life for for what? Nobody really is going to care that you know you're you got to stain on your shirt. Um, you know, at work, if you make a mis- mistake, yeah, somebody will reach out to you and say, "Hey, can you let me know what what you meant here when you did this or when you said this." But, and I, and it's definitely something called imposter syndrome. I don't, I don't know if you've ever really heard of imposter syndrome, but um, it's something that we work through in therapy. It's when no matter what you your skill level is, no matter what the success you've had in this job, in, in a job, you feel you are a fraud, and you feel that eventually you're going to be found out to be a fraud, and your complete psyche and your confidence will unravel. I'm getting better at that, um, but it was definitely something that, that I've battled with. But um, but yeah, so 
it's it's definitely been a struggle. Um, I kind of rambled there for a little bit, so hopefully, you know, everything makes sense. But uh, you know, it's you know, going back to where I am now, where I'm in a very good place mentally, emotionally, spiritually. I I feel like it's my job to be the advocate for for those that are still kind of struggling and really afraid to go public with with their mental illness. Um, you know, one thing I love is that we have a lot of celebrities, a lot of uh, athletes, members of society that have a you know a presence that have you know some fame to them, and, and they are sharing their stories. And as I think about that, that is so great. I mean, it is so great that they actually do that. But I think it's important that, you know, some people might relate more to, like, an everyday person. And, I mean, I'm nobody special. I mean, I get told that I am. I'm just an everyday kind of guy. I'm just here sharing my story, my journey to recovery. So it's definitely been therapeutic. It's even therapeutic right now talking to you guys, all five of you that are listening. Maybe two. Yeah, we'll we'll say five. If there's more than that, then by golly, that's great. Um, I'm not doing this for fame or notoriety. I'm just doing this to share my story and to to really help navigate the conversation of mental health. So, but yeah, so this has kind of been the the first episode, and again, if, if hopefully it's been you know a good a good mix. I just thought to get started, we would share. I would share my story. Um, and I think what we'll do next episode, I'm definitely wanting to share more kind of what I what I've spoken about in the blog, um, and really kind of go into that aspect, so you guys can kind of get a feeling for my journey up to this point. Um, today was just kind of an introduction and an overview, um, and I'm sure most of you that either know somebody that has depression or anxiety or has experienced themselves experienced it themselves could definitely relate to. So. Hopefully you enjoyed listening to this. Um, if you did, I hope you hit that subscribe button or the follow button. Or I don't think there's a thumbs down button, but if you hit that and you didn't like it, let me know. You know, I'm happy to uh, to any constructive or destructive criticism. You know, um, always happy to connect. And if you if you just need somebody to talk to, you know, somebody to share your story, you know, definitely uh, would love to hear from you as well. So again, you can follow my blog. At thisdisjointedlife.site, I actually have an email address. That's Jeremy at thisdisjointedlife.site. So basically, Jeremy and the blog name is my uh, email address. So, and I believe if you're listening to this, you're probably listening on Apple, on Spotify, on Amazon, or Anchor.fm. Wherever you're listening, I, I appreciate your listenership because. You know, I'm not doing this again. I'm not doing this for fame. I'm not doing this for fortune because really, I mean, some people can make money doing, doing podcasts, but, you know, that that's very, very small amount of people actually can do that. Uh, I'm just doing this because I'm passionate about mental health, passionate about mental illness, and I want to share my story so that we, as a society, can begin to change the conversation away from calling people crazy, calling people, you know, emo to just saying, you know what, today's not a good day. My depression's acted up or, you know, I need to kind of take it easy today. Or, you know what, I would love to go to the football game with you, but my anxiety right now is not at the place it needs to be. 
So I'm going to take this day and just kind of hang out for a little bit. I hope you understand. And, you know, it's just like, you know, if we have a headache, things like that. So, you know, hopefully this you'll come along on this journey. Um, definitely the next episode, I want to kind of share a little bit more about each aspect of my blog that I kind of talked about. Um, probably just kind of talk about each blog post that I've had, just because I think there's some important lessons between each blog. Um, now, eventually, as I continue growing this this podcast, I'd love to have some guests. I would love to hear from you, some show ideas, sharing your story, because I think it's important that we all share our story, even if we're not the best of storytellers. Even if you wanted me to read your story, you know that that's totally fine. But I, I really hope that that you're listening and that you enjoyed this this episode, um, debut episode. Ooh, um, you know. Definitely um, kind of unscripted just because I think to me it's the most important thing is, you know, sharing my story so you can see where I'm coming from for this first episode. But, you know, I hope to hear from you. Visit the blog. You can visit the blog. Follow the blog. Um, I enjoy reading reading the comments. I enjoy seeing people connect because I want to build the community of a stigma-free community for mental health. So, Again, thanks so much for checking out this first episode, and I hope you have a great day, great night, great evening, wherever you're listening, however you were listening, and really just remember that we're not weak, we're sick, and we need to take care of ourselves, and we need to remember that we can get better one day at a time, one step at a time, one punch at a time. So I just hope you keep fighting, take care, and I will talk to you next time.